IT band, he said. Isn't that runner's knee, though? That's the same. Hmm. You're thinking of runner's rump. <laughs> runner's rump. <laughs> <laughs> runner's rump. <laughs> Tell us about runner's rump. Yes, please explain. Hello, everybody. This is the Gas Cap Renegades podcast, also known as the Trailcast. I'm your host, Levi Black Eagle, and we are going to go on an adventure. So lace up them shoes, grease up those nipples, and put some band-aids on those ass cheeks, and let's talk running. Trail running. The Gas Cap Renegades podcast. Trailcast. Okay, let's do this, boys. Hello, everybody. Levi Black Eagle here with the Gas Cap Renegades Trailcast podcast group. We have with us, as always, Dr. J. Jason Cummins and Scott Flatlip, the sensei to end all sensei. Say hey, guys. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm happy to be here with the pastor of um, Gas Cap the- Cathedral, Black Eagle, and the mayor, Flatlip, of the Gas Cap area. <laughs> mayor. Four times elected. The incumbent. The incumbent mayor. And the tenured <laughs> pastor. <laughs> tenured pastor. <laughs> How you guys been? <laughs> Good. How you doing? Good. Uh, and as as same as last week, we're um, we are uh, all at our s- separate locations doing this tele telepathically, telegraphically. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Teleworking. <laughs> <Telecasting>. We're teleworking. Teleworking. <laughs> 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 oh, you're We're teleporting our voices. Your essential trail cast is teleworking. Yep, we don't we don't get any time off. We still got to do this every every week. It's a strange time. Strange times we find ourselves in, right? It is. This is weird. It's like it's never happened before, right? I think it's really um. Well, there's other stuff that happened, but this in our lifetime, that's yeah. I don't ever remember ever missing the whole world is shut down. Yeah, this one time ever this long of school. It's kind mm-hmm. of um I think we just better be right, you know? I mean um say yeah. your prayers and be your brush your teeth. And brush your teeth, wash your hands. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was a kid and there was like a Shigella outbreak and that seemed way worse than this and we all still went to school. Um there was a Wasn't that only an outbreak in one house though? <laughs> <laughs> I think that only, I think that only happened in one house, man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there was an athlete's foot breakout, and everyone still came to school. They all they all wore slippers. There was a really bad head lice outbreak. We all still came to school. But no one, I guess, no one was um. Everyone, I think everyone was able to defeat it though. But yeah, new new territory. Uh, it's scary, huh? Yep, it is. But I, I think we uh, there is things that like we can do and that are in our power and we just got to do that stuff i agree i like i like the challenges i like the uh problem solving and figuring out how to do certain things and it seems to work the um it's really kind of caused i guess a lot of disappointment in a lot of areas if people Mm -hmm. call it that like i was disappointed about the races getting canceled and oh yeah i was upset about it i've since recovered (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I've since recovered. That's good to hear. You're you're pretty upset about that. Yeah, and Scott was too. Scott was calling out the race director by name. 
<clears throat> Gary. I think Scott was just being loyal to you. No, oh, thank you, Scott. Gary was teasing me. He was sending me stuff. What was he thing? sending you? There was some sort of meme about um, somebody mad at the race director for canceling canceling the race. <coughs> it was kind of funny though. Uh-huh. But Did you um, use your your picture with a mullet. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Tiger King. Su- Tiger King. <laughs> Did you super? Did you superimpose <laughs> your face onto the Tiger King? <laughs> don't do. That. Don't even. Don't um, suggest that to anybody. <laughs> Oh my god, that's a million dollar idea. I'm writing it down right now. Oh man, how about the when you were posing like um, it was kind of sacrilegious. Hmm? Remember you were like Nacho cro- Libre, Crow Jeezy, Crow Jesus. Oh, you mean my portrait? Yep. That was um very organic and it happened naturally. <laughs> I think it happened for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> And anyhow, how how you guys how you guys doing? How you guys holding up with all this? Um, that that's that's what social. I was thinking. It was kind of like disappointing in social distancing. Kind of like you mm-hmm. have so many plans and then you, they can't happen. But roll with the punches and try to keep training. Is what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. I think that well, I think that there's a lot of people who are not really understanding um, social distancing because I've driven around and I've seen like way more people than 10 in a group yeah and that's the that's the thing too like culturally like we're not a social distancing type of people we're like Mm. we socialize by visiting and checking on each other and whatnot and yeah um, relationships are important yeah and so that part i think a lot of people are really struggling with because there's a lot I i see a lot of people out still it's um, in some ways, I think it's kind of forced some families to reconnect in a way, and um, even going on a walk. That was nice to see that hey, people are going on walks together. Yep, I well, see. A, I do see yep. a lot of people, families, doing family activities, um, whether that's walking, running. Um, some people are even reading books. So that's pretty yeah. cool. Yep. I haven't read any books yet. I would like to. Better read one. Have you found it's easier to run with all this more time readily available? Quotation marks available. I feel I feel like I'm a professional runner now, like being able to just run whenever <laughs> I want. Because I remember I remember uh-huh. you were taking you were talking about um, you said that I don't know which podcast it was, but you were talking about how. Some runners take naps and uh, they find that it helps. And I, I feel like that is um, happening. And so, like, now I feel like I'm a professional runner. So you're getting even faster than you were already fast. That's ridiculous. I mean, I, I am pretty fast. I mean, if you if you compare me to other people who are, you know, elites, I'm really not that fast. But um, mm-hmm. for myself, yes, I, I am I am. Uh, I'm pretty fast right now. So, so the napping work works, right? Or adequate amount of sleep? Uh, I've t- taken a couple naps. I mean, I'm not. I haven't been really a big napper. Um, mm-hmm. And so, taking these naps, I feel like um, kind of has helped. I guess with recovery in a way, because there's been mm. there's been days where I've run really really hard, and then. Um, 
I go through the day and then by, you know, sometime in the afternoon, I take a little nap and wake up and I feel like I can run again. Same nice. effort and everything too. I have. I'm scared to take naps because I'm scared I won't. I won't wake up. You won't be able to go to bed at night, huh? No, I'll wake up like at six in the morning or four in the morning the next day. Did you ever take a nap and you woke up and you thought it was the next day? Yeah, or I think I don't know what it is. I don't know where I am or what the heck's going on. It's just super confusing <laughs> and it's scary. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I missed the bus. I I never rode the bus. <laughs> real, real stressed out. All of a sudden, panic attack. <laughs> How about you, Levi? You getting a lot of running in? I, or? No, I, I felt like I had, it was easier to run when I had like a set schedule of this is when I run and this is when, this is like, it's hard. I guess I'm a creature of habit and breaking that habit is really proving to be a little more difficult than I thought it would be. Like throughout the day, like I'm working, I was like, man, if I just had a little more time to do this or a little more time to do this. And I have, I feel like I have all this time in the world, but I'm, I'm not doing anything. I don't know. And I can't really explain what that's about any of you guys struggling with that or is that just me i think um maybe there's an expectation that we should be doing more but a lot of you are watching children at home too so but yeah i do understand what you said where like i had that daily routine and it was easy to have that running in my routine and now the routine's gone but i've been having to go to work every day too but it's been a little bit different uh, where it has been I'm just um, it's been a little bit more hectic and trying to figure out things and we're all learning a new thing learning how to do school and stuff like that mm-hmm. in a new way yeah yeah I feel but, like me with working I um seems like I work more because I'm like with students I'm like oh hey you know if you have any questions I'm available throughout the whole day and then I have those students who are like you know, utilize that and then they contact me and, you know, asking for clarification and whatnot. And so. Yeah. But just having, just having the sense that I should have had more long runs. It's not a good feeling that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I guess just taking it all in stride because I can run whenever I want pretty much, but I, I don't, (laughs) (laughs) it's weird. I don't know. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me. But I, I, when I do go, I see a lot of people out there, so that's good and bad. I don't know. Like if someone's passing by me, I make sure sometimes I even around like into the grass a little bit just to make sure I'm not taking any chances. Because sometimes I'm out there bre- breathing like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> breathing like a horse? Breathing like Zach Miller. Like could you, oh yeah, <laughs> very aggressively, very mm-hmm. heavy breathing. Heavy panting from the chest. Just panting. <laughs> just panting. <laughs> yeah, I feel like though I feel like all of this is a big adjustment, but I feel like um I've adjusted very well. Again, I have yep. had a lot of um past assignments like for makeups. So like if someone misses a day or something like that, like I'll be I when I first started teaching I created that and it's come in pretty handy now. And I'm really happy that I did that. Like, if I could go back to when I first started teaching uh, last year and gave myself advice, I would I would give myself the advice that having those uh, other assignments for makeups or people who miss days is going to come in very, very handy. 
then I would hug myself and I'd probably ask myself questions about running and like, hey, how fast are you? <laughs> Want to race? What's the future like? <laughs> when, was, when was the first time you realized you were chest panting? Me? Either of you. Remember, you have to chest address. Up? You have to address the okay, name. Okay, I'll <laughs> ask. I'll ask Levi first. When when was the first time you realized you were doing a Zach Miller chest pant? When um, I got a couple weird looks from people I was, <laughs> who were passing me. I was doing that, and they were still passing me up. So. <laughs> How are you, Scott? Chest panting. Well, chest panting like Zach Miller? No, uh, like Scott. Like me? I don't really. I mean, I. You do. I, I do, but not like <laughs> not as intense as he does, though. You do. <laughs> Just kidding. But uh, but um, the first time, shoot, I don't know. I've run so long, I can't even remember. I, I was doing the um in the Montana Marathon. There was like on top of Pioneer Park there. Oh man, I was still trying to run, and I was like. Like I was um, digging deep, so I didn't even care. I kind of let go of all restraint. <laughs> it was really, must have been really um, breathing hard. And people on the sideline would kind of give me a funny look. Then I looked back later on and kind of laughed at myself. So that was my first chest pant. <laughs> Your first chest pant. How are we going to keep calling it chest pant? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> a, a horse pant. Yeah, a horse pant. Chest. I think I like chest pant better than horse pant, though. Horse breath? <laughs> horse face, space dog. <laughs> horse um, face dog? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you say horse face space dog? Balls? <laughs> horse face, space dog. Remember, he's calling her names on um, <laughs> space balls. <laughs> so as I digress, <laughs> watch, any good, watch any good movies yet <laughs> on this whole quarantine? I'm pretty sure I have, but none... And, um, I watched, I started watching the one you recommended, High Fidelity. It's kind of got a, oh, really? a lot of cool oh, music in there, huh? Yeah, it does. Yep. I want to get some of that coffee she's always drinking from Love Lavaza, or however you say it. I don't think I watched that far into it. Oh, really? Well, it seems like you see it through. I think if you've seen her drinking coffee, she's drinking <laughs> from that place. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, are you still there? I feel like we haven't. Yes, I, I'm still here. Okay. No, I haven't watched. I was just waiting for my time to talk. No, I haven't watched oh. any <laughs> uh, movies worth talking about. I mean, I feel like my movie um, watching has kind of lowered a little bit. Your running has increased, and your movie watching has lowered. Yes. Oh, we you know did. What? We did watch um, Sonic yesterday. Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. You know what? Oh, yeah. That, you know, it's a strange yeah. movie we watched, and I don't understand what's going on. It's hmm. Baby Boss. <laughs> <laughs> and, then there's, and then on YouTube, they're always watching like um, Baby YouTube, so that I know that song now, Baby Shark. Doo -doo 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 -doo. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so what, what was it? The plot was the plot too difficult, or what? What didn't you get? I don't know. I must have stepped out and came back and I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> did you hate that in school? Like when you were gone for like a day and you came back and it feels like they did like years of like stuff and like I don't, everybody had inside <laughs> jokes and <laughs> who are you? <laughs> what did I miss? <laughs> My God, how long was I gone? <laughs> My buddy had a thing like that where um, he said, I, I missed school for something and I came back and um, 
He said a little while later, everyone knew Roman numerals except for me. I have no idea. They never, they never talked about it. <laughs> everybody knew Roman numerals. He said everybody one day knew how knew what Roman numerals were, and I wasn't. I think they just went over it on that day I was gone, and they never went back to it. Spent but, the whole day yeah, doing Roman funny. numerals, huh? <laughs> yeah, they just really ingrained it to the whole class except for him. That's how I was with calendars. I didn't learn my months for a long time. Or oh, really? Or the order, the order of the months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's strange. Why do we use why do we use ten months for our stars to signify um, time in the womb? Conception is the first month. We're adding conception. Yeah, that first month you're in the womb. That's a, a year you're alive, according to the the, so the crow, crow timelines. It's ten months of ingestation. Mm. Can you? How many other tens can you think of in our in our culture that revolves around that? I can think of the poles on the teepee. Those, there's ten poles that represent that. That represent the um yeah. the months in the womb. Yeah. Then um the what that one round in the sweat where they do ten pores, correct? Yep. Or is that yep. depending on who's pouring? Yeah, I think so. Four, seven, ten, then uncounted, then forever. Hmm. Those are the only tens I got. Scott. Any. Any tens, Scott? What? No. Scott runs ten miles per hour. Ten, ten, ten. Ten hours straight. Ten, ten, ten. <laughs> Lou, <laughs> ten, ten. Uh, no, ten, ten. I run no, ten I miles. I don't know any ten numbers as far as like significance of cultural uh, aspect. I guess I don't really have any. Huh. Or I can't think of it. I can't think of any right <laughs> now. I'm, I'm sure, like after this, I'll be like, oh yeah, or. Think of make make one up in my mind or something. I don't know. Just <clears throat> just make one up. Say I I run ten miles per hour. There's a reason why. A, there's a reason <laughs> why I run ten miles. You see, when I run ten miles, they say that the ten months you run, you get fast. <laughs> it goes back to the ten months why, we spent in my mother's words, womb. Wise words from a wise man. <clears throat> that was almost a sh- what's um. <clears throat> I like it when Thomas builds the fire, turns into a storyteller. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I heard it on the wind. I imagine, I imagine Scott just now had his eyes closed and he was <laughs> giving us that squinting his eyes speech. together. <laughs> I was closing my eyes and holding my hands and looking off in the distance, and I was imagining my hair was being as beautiful as Levi's hair blowing in the wind when the sun. Gracefully touches my face, and I can feel the breeze. <laughs> He's painting a beautiful picture. Man, there. I felt that. I felt that. I felt that. With dirt, with dirt underneath my nails, and grease coming off of my face, my shirt smelling like fry bread grease. There I was thinking about these ten <laughs> months. Because I had just had ten pieces of fry bread. <laughs> ten whole. There's gonna be another ten. If you know any tens out there, call us in or text us or message us. How come? Does anybody remember the number? What's our number? Someone, someone, someone called our hotline, but they didn't leave a message. Ah, oh, shoots. Four zero six six three eight two seven two two. Is that it? Six three eight two seven two two. That sounds familiar. Correct. <laughs> Is that a work number? <laughs> <laughs> That's our work number. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's um. <laughs> <laughs> That's our work number. 
six seven nine two seven two two. Who knows our number? Anybody know our numbers? Scott, do you know the number? No, I don't. <laughs> I, I will. It. I will memorize it. And one of these days, maybe I'll while I'm running, I'll call in like uh, Ryan and send you leave some messages or something. Yeah, there you go. Do that. I'm gonna find it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. Oh no, no. Oh, oh, here it is. Here it is. Ready? Yep. Four zero six two seven two six three eight eight. Hey. Two seven two six three eight eight. Yeah. That's crazy because our work number is the reverse of that. Yeah, that's crazy. It's th- I in my brain. How did my brain remember that? My I have like some sort of bicameral mind that splits things and gives it a mirror image. <laughs> when I was working at um prior, <clears throat> my first teaching job um. I had one of my cousins across the street, and he kept on leaving uh, messages at the school under odd names. I couldn't figure out who it was for a long time. Hello? He's passed now, so I'm not going to say his name, but <laughs> all sorts of crazy messages like, um, how dare you make my son ineligible for basketball, stuff like that, and he didn't even have a son in school. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I'm gonna start doing that. Hey, um, so you've been keeping up with your training, right, guys? Yes, as much as I can. Um, it's kind of neat. I've seen a lot of people that are putting on. I don't know if it's neat or weird or stupid, but it's definitely novel in the way that all these virtual runs. Yeah, because they are practicing social distancing and they're all running still. Yep, isn't there one going on right now too? What is it in they the doing world? Like, are doing like? Oh, really? What is it? They start and they don't stop until the last person or something like that. I think they. I think they started at ten Mont- Montana time, and then they every hour they have to run four miles, four point something miles, and then once they're done, they just wait around until the bell rings again. Is that the then, backyard ultra? Yeah, so that's the it's called the Quarantine Backyard Ultra and that is going on right now. Did you see that one guy ran 50 miles in his apartment? Which guy? Some, I, would, I don't know, I he was just dizzy. Was that that Just ran 50 miles in his apartment because he was signed up for a race and he's in a city that got quarantined. I don't know if I could do that. I'm, I I feel fortunate we're still in Montana where we can sneak out and run out the door. So did you see that one post that guy did where um a lady was threatening to call the cops on him and like was really really giving it to him for the fact that he posted his um his run? I'm gonna do that to his Scott. Scott's supposed to be quarantining and he's out there trying <laughs> to take down Strava segments. I'm gonna try to take down all of Jason's. If I get one times. more notification, I'm calling the cops, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Challenge accepted. Ahead. Yeah, I don't really care if. Mm-hmm. Hey, so so oh, so uh, one thing uh, about about how many miles have you guys run in the in the last month? I did like one hundred and forty ish, one hundred forty two. But March this yeah. month or this week, I only did five. Or <laughs> 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 I'm about the same. I don't know. I did about I eleven know, this actually. week, but for the month I did one hundred and forty two ish. Not sure. How much do you do? Me? Yeah. 
Uh, I did, I think, like 160-ish. Oh, wow. Not very, uh, not very much, but I mean, January, I think I ran like 217, 220, something like that. Oh, really? That was uh, in January. I think, uh, I think if there was ever a time to go for the 100-mile week, this would be it. Oh, that's hey. right. Yeah, that's right. Maybe we should do that. Let's... Let's do a virtual 100-mile week challenge. <laughs> In your backyard. See if anybody. <laughs> Let's do it. Hey, speaking of um, virtual runs, uh, did you see that the Sugar Rush is going to be a virtual run? Oh, is it? Yeah. So you can, like, uh, they have, like, a Strava deal, and they have um, a couple other things, too, like a Strava group where you can run the course. Mm-hmm. And Do you got a flyer for that? We should share that thing. Yeah, that'd be cool. Mm, I don't have a flyer for it, but I mean, I'm sure you can find it. It's still on. How do you it's know that? Still, uh, it's still on the competitive timing um, site. Oh, that's cool. I mean, hey. they 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 did pay them, so I'm I'm you know they still have to help them too. So, hey, what's the word on the yeah. bighorn? Um, I found out four days ago that it was canceled, but that was just a tasteless joke. You're the one who made up that joke, eh? It was a sick (laughs) joke. Jason. It was an April Fool's. Jason was like, (laughs) what? Oh, no. (laughs) I told you so. Scott was like, I told you guys. (laughs) I I I didn't even say anything. I didn't even say anything. All I said was, I will be accepting all questions and concerns April 2nd. (laughs) <laughs> you wouldn't even check your phone all day. No, I just, I just <laughs> left my phone off. I was thinking that April Fool's Day would be the worst day ever to have your shoe untied. I know, right? So <laughs> the, or your hey, zipper. Hey, your or your, so your Levi, open. Or something on your face. So the listeners on April Fool's, Levi made a fake flyer, and it looked like it was the Bighorn Trail Run page, and said the race was canceled. So it was pretty and he upsetting. sent it to us. Send it to no me and Jason. It. But Scott didn't see it till the second. I saw it on the second, and then I quickly debugged it, and I was like, "There's no bighorns, not gonna be canceled <laughs> just yet." So there's no word yet, that, though, right? I seen that they had the 2020 logo out, though. I didn't see that before. No so word some yet. Sort of progress being made. I emailed the lady, nope, remember? Not yet. Or the director, and just said um, they're gonna decide late May or or late April or early May. So then they'll kind of release one announcement. And um, she's, it's, thank you for your patience as we work through all this uncharted territory or something like that. It is definitely uncharted territory, and we're all just kind of trying to figure it out as we go along, which is weird. You, you, you would think that, I don't know how to, I mean, we're, it's 2020, and you feel like we should be prepared for anything, but life will just give you a curveball. You know, I guess I think we're all adapting pretty well, but ultimately I think that, it's weird trying to navigate waters you've never been through before. I've, I don't know how to put it into words or how to explain it. Yeah, I think we're all, so what do you, what do you the think? learning curve we're facing is really steep. Mm-hmm. And the, the frustrating part about it, if not frustrating, the, um, the um, I guess the weird feeling about it is it's open-ended. We don't know when it's going to end. We don't know what's happening. You know, we don't know That's when true. the quarantine's going to lift or... It's the unknown. The fear of the unknown is scary. 
some people react with um anger or some people laugh at it <laughs> or some people don't take it seriously or some yeah. people think it's a big conspiracy <clears throat> that's weird um yeah i was um thinking about that and saying that this has really opened a lot of people's eyes on how ridiculous conspiracy theories are because they are kind of ridiculous like the fact that this is going on and then it kind of like opened everyone's eyes like man some of them conspiracy theories are stupid like that um remember when it first started coming around and people were couldn't stop thinking about it politically mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah i think i know what you mean and they were, what do you what do you think what do you think zach over there has to think about it what do you think is what do you think his mind's cranking out right now who zach oh zach you gotta tell life us what acor- your life yeah life according to us zach I'm sure. I'm sure the wheels are spinning. Oh, I don't. I didn't mean his conspiracies, but I meant like, um, <laughs> like some people were saying. No, he he has the best ones. Yeah, some people were saying like, oh, this this virus is fake, and that um, you guys are just using it to get political votes or something like that. Yeah. So that's kind of ridiculous. That's it's really ridiculous looking at it now. But what I was gonna say was we were talking about this a lot last week, and then all of a sudden on my Facebook feed, all sorts of conspiracy theories start popping up. <laughs> yeah. What else were we talking about? The, that? the phone's listening. That's a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> ultra running. Ultra running is a big conspiracy. You guys Benford. are all just out there. Yeah. You guys are all just out there just riding bikes and <laughs> driving cars and posting it on Strava. It's, there's no way you guys could be running that fast. Benford. For Benford. that long. <laughs> I think Gary Gary got Benford too. Oh, did he? Yeah. I, um... I can't. I was um when I did the the um the second time I did the Ultimate Warrior Challenge, I remember I was looking at my um my splits. Like, How fast was I going? Because I felt like I I did really bad in the run part. Then I was checking out my miles and I was trying to gauge. Okay, right here. Then one of them, I, I was apparently I was going like thirty miles per hour and I couldn't figure it out. I was like, what the heck? Because I thought I had stopped my watch after the run. <laughs> <laughs> oh crap! I was on a horse right there. Oh, you, yeah. your watch was on when you're riding a horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boy, that horse is moving. Jeez. I hope it doesn't get canceled, though, man. There's a lot of us looking forward to that thing, and I hope hope everything clears yep. up. And better start running just in case it's still happening. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I've been training specifically for a zombie apocalypse, so I'm good to go. Yep, me too. <laughs> I'm going to start lifting weights. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um. So did you hear that the um the governor extended the uh the stay thing? So I, I'm assuming the schools are probably going to follow suit. I, I can't really speak. When for was them, this? I feel like that's um to the like what was it? What are we at now? The I think April 24th. Did he? I don't think he said cancel schools, but he's he extended the um the shelter in place thingy till the 24th. A lot of people weren't even listening to that, like we said earlier, and I was really glad the mm-hmm. cold wind came in and it starts snowing pretty hard and made kids stay home I with their folks that's true huh yeah i thought you meant that it was killing the virus but i think that it i think those are i was really hoping that, that it would kill a lot of bugs but i ran today and there was lots of bugs what was there mosquitoes there was bees there was crickets there was everything out man wasps now, when i was driving to Lodgegrass, i think i ran into a whole herd of um bugs just pulverized my windshield swarm a whole swarm. <laughs> 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 
Do you ever run so fast, Scott? One what in your mouth? Uh, no. I have. <laughs> I don't run that fast. My, they, it's happened to me. I've, I'll be running, and then one goes in my eye, and then I'm like, oh, it's going to lay eggs in my eye. And then I <laughs> have a quick panic attack, and then after that, and I'm good. Yeah. One time I was wearing, like, shades, and it, like, went under my shade into my eye. I don't know how I did that, but I think. Oh, man, the worst. It was hard to get. The worst is when, like, see, my headphones are open, open, like I can still hear everything around me. So every mm-hmm. once in a while, there'll be a bug that goes in towards, like, my ear. And yeah. then it's, oh, man, it's horrible. It feels like it's crawling inside my ear, and I take my headphone off and panic, and I stick my finger in my ear and wiggle it around, and I'm like, oh, man, it's scary. I hate it. No. Remember on Beastmaster when they're putting those weird things in those guys' ears? Oh, and gross. into those scary zombie things? Gross. Were they, they're like wigs or what do they call them? Does Beastmaster have the um, quicksand? Yeah. I don't know. Poto and Poto saved him. I don't know why, but I was always afraid of falling into quicksand after that. Yeah, quicksand was a big problem when it's I was a, a kid. It was a big fear, Before childhood fear. <laughs> <laughs> Is quicksand even real? <laughs> <laughs> quicksand was pretty dang scary <laughs> growing up. It was. Be running around outside and... One time we tried to make quicksand. We just made a big old mud pit. Quicksand and hot <laughs> lava. Cover it with some <laughs> bushes or something like that. Hope someone falls in it. We um we, we dug this big old pit. It took us all... I can't I don't even know how long it took us because all we had was like sticks. We were by the river. Then we like channeled some water into it. And then we covered it with like a, a layer of dirt. But it was just... It didn't work. It was just mud. Yeah, we'd be playing outside, and I'd be real scared of quicksand, so I'd get a long stick and kind of poke around in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> As he's walking on the sidewalk, too. Or um, sharks. Sharks were a big fear for me in Montana. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there was an earthquake. Hey. There was. What in the world? There was an earthquake. Something's going on. Was that like out of Idaho? It was centered in Idaho, but felt like in Montana and uh, the surrounding areas, I guess. Huh. Strange. Because Idaho was pretty close to Yellowstone there. Some people were saying that earthquake was because that man w- stole that jingle dress and he was wearing it at Walmart. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's on. Um, <laughs> Did you see? I wonder where he got that, huh? <laughs> Some guy just stole a jingle dress and was wearing it around Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> That's messed the up. The picture I saw of him, he was like, on the corner hitchhiking or panhandling. Is panhandling? Oh. Anyways. Dang. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a running podcast, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about some running here. Um, favorite so, jingle dress to so run So which, uh, what, I have a question. So what do you yeah. prefer? Uh, do you... Copenhagen so jingles. You, I like Copenhagen <laughs> jingles. <laughs> Scold me. The old school which, ones. <laughs> which leg wear do you prefer to wear? Leg wear? Yeah. Like, do you mean socks or compression? That, that's or that's your own interpretation. Which leg wear? Leg wear do you prefer to wear? I feel like mine would be a two a couple part answer. Do you want me to go, Jason, or are you ready? Go ahead. Okay, chaps. if it's really cold, I like my full-length chaps. 
and um, if it's super cold, <laughs> I'll wear my full length, kind of, kind of um, thicker tights. If it's a uh, moderate weather, I'll wear my three quarter length tights, and if it's anything like thirty and above, I'll just wear my shorts. Hmm. All right. Good answer. Good mm-hmm. answer, Jason. Yep. Which leg, leg wear, wear do you prefer? Yep. Leg wear. To wear. Yes, which leg wear do you prefer to wear when it comes to running? When it comes to running? Skin. (laughs) Skin. Super fast. Yeah, skin. I just wear um, shorties or trunks. Socks. How about you, Scotty? Socks would be another Uh, leg. Are feet a part of your legs? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know they're connected. Sure. The, all right, go ahead, Scott. So I like to wear again. I'm like I'm with um with Levi shaps. as far as shaps. far as the tights go, minus the <laughs> shaps. Um, <laughs> I use if it's uh cold, I use um tights um without trunks on top of them, just straight tights. Like a real man, and then I um, <laughs> with a tube and, sock, and with a third sock, and then uh, <laughs> if it's anything Steven. that's above around like twenty twenty five, I usually use like um, my running trunks and skin. <clears throat> if it's real cold, I'll wear like heat tights and. Sweats, but that's heat tights. I don't know. I don't know. It was real. It was real snowy up there on the mountain. You're just wearing trunks. You get your legs all cut up by the snow. Remember? Oh yeah. I had some heat gear. Somebody, uh, my sister, bought me some heat gear tights. Sometimes I'll use them. Heat gear, Under like Armour. Under Armour. Yeah. And then um, the, and then um, some. My wife got me some of those Nike heat gear, heat tights or whatever but I never wear them alone <laughs> just kidding <laughs> you gotta you gotta be with somebody huh? <laughs> you gotta be with somebody. I, I I mean um <laughs> I mean I'm I'm gonna put I'm gonna yeah someone's gotta see this I can't be alone if I'm wearing this <laughs> <laughs> and that's funny <laughs> oh, that's good um Another question: What would what would um, given um, how races are used to be run, like organized and everything? Uh, what if there's anything you could change about race races, race day events, from the registration up to the finish line? Is there anything you're thinking of universally where you thought I I would probably do this differently, or was everything pretty good for you guys? For me as a runner, or from the race director perspective, runner as a runner. For some of the runs that we could, I would just wait for same day registration. Yep, I'm thinking about that. You know, I think you looked into my notes and stole my answer. <laughs> I think that would be really helpful. It, it would. I I can see why they don't do it that way, or why they have to do it the other way. But God, it'd be nice if I if like you were just. I feel like in good shape. Maybe I'll I'll go do this fifty miler, or I'll do this hundred miler, but. You know, May, uh, maybe the race such as life. Maybe the race director should um, <clears throat> offer insurance, 
pay like an extra ten dollars, and then that way, if it's canceled, those who have insurance get a refund. Oh yeah, yeah, or yeah that's a good idea. There you go. Or if you um, you get injured, or if you just say you know something happened, I wasn't able to keep up because I hate because there's been races where I did it just because I knew I wasn't going to get my money back. Yeah, and um, I wasn't prepared for it. I feel like I kind of put myself in less than ideal situations or potentially injuring myself, hurting myself because I just thought, well, I, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it even though I didn't train for it because they're not going to give me my money back. Then I guess that's my fault too because I probably should have trained for something I signed up for and paid for. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, maybe, I guess, just from the director or the organization standpoint, saving up just and getting ready for these types of catastrophes because we've never ran into it before. Yeah. I bet yep. you a lot will. I bet you some are going to are gonna go and say, it's going to be a double-edged sword, or some are going to say, okay, let's prepare for that, and some are going to be, well, we cancel it, and then there's nothing. That, let's just, we're just going to put it in our literature. Yeah. If it gets canceled, you guys are screwed. Yeah. <laughs> I think that happens as well. Yep, because I bet right. they in do. Case, you, in case of a pandemic, you will not get a refund. And Yeah, because I bet they do um, use the entry fee to buy a lot of the stuff. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No one made them buy anything. <laughs> <laughs> you no. can get your stuff. No Mosaic threads cranks them out pretty quick. Mosaic all threads. Need, all they need is about two weeks advance notice. That's who we use, right? Mosaic threads. Yeah. Yeah. What about? How about your? From this, where we've had races and canceled, and we don't know what's coming up. Has that changed your guys' running or philosophy towards running? No, because um, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to take the Scott. Um, no, I mean, because when I, when I ran, I never did a race for quite a while. I, I've always ran just because I like running. And I think I'm always going to just run even if I'm not doing races. Yeah, that's what I've been thinking about the past few runs is why I like running. You know, instead mm-hmm. of training for a race. Because tr- this year training kind of put me in a different mindset where I, used to, I still run for fun, but there was a little bit more... Um, not fun in it it was kind of business and i didn't like that yeah i mean i i i liked running and i think that's a big part of um my whole thing about trial running is like i found a lot of things that i enjoy about running so that way it makes running um a lot easier for me to do these runs and um so i mean it's been been pretty nice to really feel like a professional runner and be able to run whenever i want and uh i get to get out there and then i have those moments where i'm i'm running up a hill and i get to the top and i look a certain way and i see something and it it just uh fills my body with you know uh excitement or uh feel feel that that sense of like man i'm glad i'm right here right now because I wouldn't have been able to get back here if, you know, if I wasn't running. I'd have a hard t- mm-hmm. I'd have a harder time getting out here to where I am and I really appreciate when I am out there. So, I mean, for me it's been pretty nice. It is. I feel like running also puts you in that um say you were um Bruce Lee or or Jason Statham or somebody you know, only <laughs> you're, you're like in, Jason Momoa in a room. <laughs> uh, maybe even him, but think that you're like in a, um, 
like in a crowded room and you 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 could say you could sit there and think you know if, if if the crap hit the fan i could i could probably beat up everybody in this room no problem <laughs> you have like that you have like a you have like a secret weapon in you i mean like as runners we we think and we if we look down here and like we look up out a mountain most people think oh my god that's a big mountain yeah and whereas us we think i could probably run to the top of that mountain yeah and it's probably uh, only going to take me this many this long yeah yeah i feel like we have like someone carrying around a gun but we're we're carrying around this um this ability and this this weird strength we have really... an edge we're almost like superheroes yes. exactly bunch of supermans I've been listening to that guy, uh, his albums again. Did you see he had a new song? Yeah. I didn't get to hear it all. Superman's new song. It's pretty dang cool, man. Give us a few bars. <clears throat> a few bars. What I got, you got to get it, put it in you. What I got, you got to give it to your mama. What I got, you got to give it to your papa. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> the heck? Just kidding. That was the Chili Peppers. <laughs> I tweeted, I tweeted those lyrics, those exact lyrics somewhere. Um, I think I didn't like give any context. I just just did the lyrics. Uh-huh. And one of my sister in laws comment or tweeted back and said, "Pew." <laughs> What'd you say? Pew. U e w. Pew. P e w. P e w. Pew. It's a cool song though. Really good song. Superman or the Chili Peppers? Both of them. Yep, agreed. Yes, sir. Scott, you had like 12 questions. What are the best one? Uh, uh, let's see. What injuries are you most susceptible to? Jason. Who, me first? Yes, I Jason. Right. I went first. Jay Cummins. What injuries are you more susceptible to? Honestly, don't know. When you the, first started running, what are like the physical main injuries? Or physical or emotional? Both. I think um, overuse injuries were pretty surprising where um, all of a sudden I had a pain here or there and I'm like, what the heck is going on? And and then being sad, like, oh, no, am I going to not be able to run anymore? And then having to um, realize, oh, that's just runner's knee and um, learning how to roll it out and stretch it and stuff like And then run with proper form to avoid injuries. But overuse injuries... Like um, mm. Levi said, the, Levi said it's not if you get hurt, it's when you get hurt, and just working mm-hmm. through them, working through those. I feel like that was one of those questions or one of those answers when they ask you on um in job interviews, like what what's your what's what's your biggest weakness? And you say I care too much, <laughs> I work too much, <laughs> I run too much. <laughs> what's your biggest weakness? <laughs> and then um, you kind of flip it around. I, yeah. I would say mine is uh my IT band. It just yep. It'll I'd, runner's knee. It hurts, man. It hurts like heck. It starts in my hips and goes all the way down to my knees and yeah, that's runner's knee, right? Running unbearable. IT band, he said. Isn't that runner's knee though? That's the same. Hmm. You're thinking a runner's rump. <laughs> runner's rump. <laughs> <laughs> runner's rump. <laughs> Tell us about runner's rump. Yes, please explain. <laughs> Has to do with chafing. Shannon Yellowtail got it when he was a, at state in cross country when he was a senior. He would have been all state too. But what what is it though? Don't Google it. It's Something wrong. bad might happen. You don't want that in your um your history. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think it's just. I don't know what it is. I just made it up. Oh, Jason told me about it. 
<laughs> <laughs> so it's credible, right? Uh, no, I, it's, isn't it kind of like um you um like kind of chafing in your rump roast area, like in the crack? <laughs> Some, too much? I don't know. <laughs> oh man! Very, That's why they gave us those kind of like those wipes as part of our swag in the last bighorn. Really? <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, I don't believe yeah. you. I don't. I I need. I don't know. I don't think this is a real thing we're talking about. It is because you said you used yours, and that's why it didn't happen to you. <laughs> <laughs> I use it on my armpits, man. Same thing, like like where your armpit kind of swings back and forth. But you said, like your, what did you call it? Your bum. What rump? Runner's rump. Runner. Hor- <laughs> Run- Horse butt. <laughs> oh, boo, Corey. Runner's Jason rump. Was he called Jason. it horse butt. <laughs> Jason was calling it frothy horse, horse butt. <laughs> <That was laughs> oh, <insane. laughs> oh, man. I never got to that point. but <laughs> <laughs> Levi said he was running that much. <laughs> <laughs> Jason was running that hard with his... With his horse chest <laughs> breathing. <laughs> with his horse chest... <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, I just have the horse hair, <laughs> not the horse, horse hair or the chest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man! Oh my god! Okay. Mm. <laughs> With this whole pandemic thing, what are what are some things you 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 would want to see like carry over after it's all said and done with? Do you think we're all still going to like kind of keep our distance or be a little more? I think we're going to be more, more cautious. I really do. Hugs, hugs for everybody. What? Yeah, I was never a big hugger, but I'm gonna stand. I'm gonna hugs. stand us out, well, on the side of the um, road at um, the old Cromerk with a sign saying "Free Hugs." See how many hugs no. I get, or if I get mugged. I, we're gonna not just start doing the virtual hugs. What? Just like he said, demolition man. Demolition man. When they get real close to their hands and then they like do a wax on wax off kind around? of thing and yeah 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 i haven't seen anybody do that yet i think we're gonna um it's nice to see that everybody's respecting each other's um personal space because we mm-hmm. i guess um we do that anyway but then um a lot of yeah. other cultures they don't and so now they're um practicing personal space <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm trying to think of someone that didn't but i can't Oh my god. All right. Yeah. Well then Any other questions, Scott? I have I have quite a bit. You want me to keep going? Yeah, go ahead. Fire them off. I think we already went through <clears> all mine. <throat> all right. So when do you need new running shoes? When um the like, new no, like you you personally, when do you get to that point where you're like, ah, I think I should get some new shoes? Is this for Levi? Uh Jason J Cummins first. When the new edition is released. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the new shoe or the are you talking about the band new edition <laughs> <laughs> is that like the 80s the musical group from the 80s yeah <laughs> that's an 80s band I'll kind of go by like I'll look at the or trend 90s. and um I think I've been running long enough now to know that when my shoes have have had it mm-hmm. and when and I can't really place how it feels or what I'm looking for, but I, I I run enough to know that when my shoes said, okay, they're done. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, really, huh? When they're 
basically worn out. Mm-hmm. My my brother is trying to get into running Randall, and he's asking me all these questions, and like he wants like specifically what shoe should I get, and everything. Like I'm thinking, well, you know, all our, our your foot could be different from mine, so it works for me because it isn't really going to work for you. So yeah, it's going to come through a trial and error process. Just find what works for you, and that's not going to happen. You're going to have to do it for a while before you. Yep. These things will happen naturally throughout the course of trial and error, and I can't just tell you where this and that's going to work, but. Um, yeah, just from years of running, I know, I know when my shoes have had it. I liked, when when I first, I started doing this thing on my shoes where I'd write the date on the heel. So I knew exactly when Ah, I bought it. Yeah, that's a good idea. But now I don't, I don't need the date anymore. Can't you, um, can't you just put your, um, shoes on Put your shoe on on Strava Strava? and it keeps track of your mileage. Yeah. But does it, does it, does it start at zero though? I feel like it doesn't. Mine started at zero. Oh, well. But I've changed my shoe. So I've had the same shoe on Strava for... Like a year now, I think, maybe a couple of years. Hmm. So those, those shoes have quite a few miles on them, according to Strava. Yeah, and then they'll give you a notification like, hey, you ran 500 miles, you better buy a new pair of shoes. Yeah, but manufacturer, what, what do they say, three to 400? Yeah, three to 400. Or if they miles. rip, if they rip, then that's kind of like a sign to me, like my toes are hanging out, better get a new pair. <laughs> How about you, Scott? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like with Levi, too. I look at the tread, and I, I know I've been running most of my life, so I... Can kind of feel a difference in my feet, you know, if my feet when, ache when the cushion's little, gone, like when the cushion's gone. Ache, if my feet ache a little differently, or if they're like, okay, this is, you know, my my right foot is hurting, or um, I feel like my uh, pronation is getting worse, or I feel like my um, I don't have as much grip on the whatever um, terrain I'm on, and then I mean I I have a lot of shoes too that I um cycle through like i kind of rotate through shoes every day you know i'll wear this shoe one day and then that that shoe and that helps kind of preserve the life of the shoe too and it helps keep yeah. it helps keep the shoe longer because i'm not was using there, do it you, do you yeah was do the, you guys know who, who who casey neistat is yeah anyhow remember he runs um he had a professional this guy was a marathoner though who recommended he said when you buy running shoes for training Buy three of the exact same model and just um, rotate them every day when you're running. Yep, yep. Just, just put them in a circle. He said because that three days, that's about how long it takes for the um, the cushion or the foam or whatever inside of it to fully recover from that run. Ah. Huh. Extends it. And it, hmm. That's and it, probably make sure they it's better to know. as well. Probably make sure they work for you first time before you get a couple more. Yeah. Is there yeah. um? Or you can buy one and then wait till the other go on sale and then buy. I'll ask pairs. um. I'll ask Scott first, but and then Levi. But is there a shoe that you've kind of become attached to with sentimental value, and you just didn't want to toss them? Yes, I have a bunch of them. <laughs> a bunch of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I use them. I, I so the shoes that um, are no longer racing shoes, I put them out in the pasture, and they are just there to look at. And uh, every with once the puppies, in a while, under the porch with the puppies. Every once in a while, I'll bring the I'll bring them back in, and I'll you know. I'll, I'll wear them around and we'll have a nice leisure walk or I'll use them for work or something like that. And I, so I recycle them too. So, And then once I recycle them and I use them until the, they're to the point where like they just look just pitiful, then um, I take them to the laundromat and then I, I, I put them on that free section and then, then by the next day they're gone. Oh, wow. There was a free section at the laundromat? Yeah, remember that one section right there on the side, way in the back? 
they put mm-hmm. they put a, a lot of clothes there. I, that's where I take a lot of my children's clothes and my old clothes that I don't use anymore or shoes. I take them there, and then someone else takes them and they use Am them. Am I What the heck? Yep. Because I've tried brocade sells her shoes on. Remember everybody selling their stuff on like sneak and sell on Facebook. Yeah. She's tried to her shoes will go pretty quick, but men's shoes typically don't, so we don't even try to sell mine anymore. And um, yeah, if mine get old, they just turn into fishing shoes. So yep. I think I'll start utilizing that whole that whole free section over there. I didn't know that existed. Yeah, or swimming I swimming that. shoes. Uh. But yeah, I have I have uh, I have so all of them? shoes that I use too that I that I have like if I if I like like this past years I have the Wild Horse four or Wild House four. Or is it fives? Yeah, the fives. I have the Wild Horse fives, and then I have the Kiger fives, and those I I still use the Kiger fives uh, for runs here and there because they're in pretty good condition. The Wild Horse is not as um, in good of a condition, uh, but I still have those, and I use them today. Did actually, last time I used them was probably <sighs> probably like August. Probably like a couple weeks. Did you mean after? Did you mean sentimental condition? Uh, sentimental, like I ran this race and this, and therefore it means something to me. Is that yeah, what you're going like for a racing? favorite pair you didn't want to toss. That's kind of what yep. I meant. Yeah, I knew. Yeah, I had. So, that. so yours is all of them. I have most of mine. Yeah. <clears throat> How um, about you, Levi? No, not no, not really. I can't even really think that this. I ran this race with this shoe. They're just to me. They just they're just kind of shoes. I do have a sentimental value with my square-toed Ariat cowboy boots. Do you wear your shaps with them? Sometimes, if um, just shaps and boots, you, nothing else. If you ever had something that um, you had to break in, and like you couldn't like fake it, you just had to like, and that you, you had to put in the time, like with a like a baseball mitt or a pair of leather boots that. Like even like forced firefighting boots, over time they'd become like they they wrap to your foot. They become like molded too. Therefore, they're they're, they're part of you when you when you're wearing them or when you're using them. So yeah, but only because that I had to I had to earn I had to earn that fit. <laughs> yeah, I love those boots. You made I, that made like, that sound really <laughs> noble. <laughs> they they are noble. They sit there just waiting to be used. They don't cry and they do their job when they're when they're called upon. <laughs> <laughs> Ernest Ernest Borgnine. They're cowboys. Was, uh, they're cowboys. Ernest Borgnine was a was a famous actor and uh, he could have been a a prima donna or uh, uh, one of those people, but when he was on set, he didn't go hang out in his trailer till it was time for him to work. He he found an apple box in the shade and sat there and watched everyone work when it was time for him to do his scene he got up and did a scene like a gentleman he was a professional we all need to be a bunch of Ernest Borgnines in square toed Ariat cowboy boots quarantine man that's a weird term quarantine <laughs> blame the quarantine for that um, rabbit trail <laughs> or thank the quarantine yeah, for that rabbit man. trail <clears throat> who is in your daily support crew Basically, meaning who is um, around you in your crew or um, cult that helps you and keeps you um, accountable. Do our spouses count? Uh, they can. Yep. But I mean, yep. 
it's like yourself and then who else other than yourself because yes i mean we i me i feel like i do a pretty good job of getting myself going uh when it comes mm-hmm. to running and whatnot but i mean as far as as far as other than myself my wife helps me a lot she kind of reminds me every once in a while she's like when are you gonna run she's, she's like um, you need to get out of here go put some miles <laughs> in you, you did you run today here. did you run you, today i think you need to do another <laughs> long run <laughs> I'm just kidding. um but yeah so i mean like my wife does she reminds me yeah for real really helpful it's really helpful for me uh every once in a while my my kids too they'll ask me if i'm i'm running or if i'm when are you running today and then that really helps kind of motivate me because that's the reason why I run in the first place is because my uh-huh. of my kids and that kind of really helps me a lot. And then you guys, seeing you guys out there and um, that helps a lot. And every once in a while, uh, I play um, Strava games on my own. I've I've come up with this game on my own where I I look at um, the groups or the clubs. Is it clubs or groups? Whatever it is, I, I look at those and look at who has the highest, and then I go after them. I go after their miles. So if they're like at Wednesday and they're like at 20 miles, I I try to do 20 miles and catch up to them right away. And so for some reason, it used to be uh, Steven all the time. Yeah. Steven's hiding his miles now. And now he's hiding his miles. So, I so can't is Levi. See. Levi, Levi and Steven are hiding him. their miles. Can't chase them anymore. The, um, so I, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, you guys and um, Daily Sport my kids crew, and my I'm wife. Probably the same. Um, my wife would be like, how was your run? You know, just things like that. Or you better go run. And Oh, my goodness. You guys are running 100 miles. Go run. And then yeah. I'm you guys seeing you guys running, and then um, I guess everybody, everybody, it's just really neat. Like um, Stephen will, I'll say something about running, or even today Gary um, I just said, are you gonna run a halfie? And he went and ran, he ran a halfie. Then uh, Eric Eric texted and said, "How's the training?" You know, and or Ryan or you know anybody, and just seeing everybody's runs too, people on Strava. And then, um, or even people posting their runs on, on, um, social media. And I might not be like close friends with them, but just seeing them post what they're doing, it's really motivating too. Mm-hmm. So, um, I just keep posting your stuff, even if it's, you know, no matter what it is posted, I think, cause it really encourages yes. people. Yep. It encourages others. Yep. So Levi, keep on um, posting your cool pictures. I'll try. I will it's a lot of work to get out there and stop and uh, set up the camera, put it on timer, find a good angle, and fix your hair. Really, really fix my hair, get a good composition, and but I'll I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. But yeah, even if it helps one person, wife, friends, and just seeing other people running, even if I don't know them well, like they're posting their miles and stuff, it, it's motivating. Motivating and encouraging. Yep. Mm-hmm. More than anything, I'm, I'm it's very encouraging. It just it makes me feel good to see those those posts and those knowing that people are out there. So who else other than other people is in your support group, Levi? Um, Just just my wife, pretty much. She says you should probably go for a run or 
go run or I'm going to go run. You're going to come with me or yeah, that's about it. Um, it's, it's a lot harder to tell her no than it is you guys. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. <clears throat> that's true. Yeah, that's true. Right. Cause, um, mm-hmm. my, yeah. my wife's like, should we go run at the track? And I'm like, drop everything. Let's go. But if one of you is like, I'm going to go to gas cap, then I'm kind of like, uh, <laughs> do I really want to? <laughs> uh, do I have chores? Really want to Russ, do I really want to run with Scott today? I usually end up really sore the next day. And the cheek. Oh. <laughs> my butt really hurts. <laughs> Scott, my butt really hurts. Oh, man. No, no. <clears throat> ah, shucks. Okay. Let's get on to the five essential questions. Wait, here's a quick one. One more. Today. Here's one more. Okay. Which right. drink do you prefer to drink before you run? Before I run. Do you, are you a coffee um, drinker or are you a energy drink drinker or are you a eight ounces of water person or are you a sports drink kind of person or are you like, hey, I'm going to slam this whole surge um can of surge and head out do you make surge anymore yep they do they in the big I, giant cans too 16 ounce cans huh jeez i've i've been off of energy drinks for quite a while now so none of that i like i like coffee i'm a coffee guy how how uh, well, how many day. minutes do you drink coffee before you run and do you use cream or sugar um no cream just some sugar and I'll try not to do it like directly before. There's been times where I've been like walking out of the house. If I didn't have any coffee, like I'll drink, like have drink as much of my coffee as I can and put it on the table and run out. Other than that, I like to give it a little bit of time, maybe 10, 15 minutes. Oh, it's comfortable yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Then I'll, I'll try to drink water after that to kind of dilute it, I guess. Yep. Just make sure I have something, but I'm always trying to drink water whenever I can though. But yeah, coffee. Jason. I'm a coffee man. I Jason, drink- which drink? <clears throat> like right before I run on purpose. Yeah. But, uh, I drink coffee about every morning. Um, sometimes I have energy drinks, but not for running. Uh, what about for but coffee? Like, um, oh, okay. Uh, I like before I'm going to run. Remember those fizz yes. tabs by Hammer? Oh, yeah. I'll get not a big, um, just a small cup of water. Just small, like even maybe a cup and a half of water for measuring and put a fizz in there and just... Drink it down about 10 minutes before I run. I like doing that. Yeah. So I don't have to take it along with me. Yep. That's something I do, or if I am on the run, I'll, you know, whatever. Jason, what is your favorite running shoe? I like all of them. Um, I guess I don't have a favorite. I'll try different ones out, but um, whatever works good. I don't like a big drop, like like four millimeter, six millimeter, but... um. Like some ultras work for me, they're zero, but then some ultras don't. Like the Escalantes, I they never worked for me, but some of the other ones did. And same with Solomon, some worked, some didn't. So, yeah, whatever. I like Nike Trail too, and Ultra. Okay. What is uh your favorite piece of running gear? I think I like all of it, but um, I would have to say my shoes. Uh, it's my favorite piece of running gear because um, like one time I got uh, I forgot my house key and everyone was like at a game or something and I really wanted to run so I had my running shoes so I just ran in my pants 
<laughs> shoes are my, their shoes are like my favorite, I guess. Or wasn't gonna go barefoot in the winter. <laughs> you should have tried to see how it was. Oh jeez. <laughs> hey, wouldn't no it be music? cool? Hey, wouldn't it be cool if you guys had tights that looked like pants, but they were like running pants? I'll paint some on you. <laughs> <laughs> music, music or no music, you mean, Jason? Wait, do you mean tights that look like jeans? Yeah, that'd be super sweet, won't you think? They they have them. They're called jiggins. jiggins. No, no, but like like Nike made a running tights, but they looked like pants, skinny jeans. That would be funny. That would be pretty sweet, I think. No, yeah, that would be. Anyways, Jason, I, music or no music? I think both. Um, what type of music do you like to listen to when you're running? I honestly like music? all types. Honestly, I like all types of music. Some days I'll just listen to instrumental, like the Hans Zimmer or like the movie soundtrack type of music. I got the Joker soundtrack recently, so sometimes I listen to that kind of stuff with no words so I can think. Um, some days I don't even have music, so I can just listen to my breath and try to get in rhythm. Horseback. Listen, listen to, <laughs> listen to yeah, rap. Yeah, I listen to, um, yep. I listen to the... Um, Legend or not Legends of the Fall, the uh, Last of the Mohicans soundtrack. Yeah, I like that. Last of the Mohicans. Especially that song when that girl falls off the cliff or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's good music. Favorite place to run? I outside. Um I like I think I do have <laughs> <laughs> not inside. <laughs> I have sentimental value probably with gas cap because that's where I really got in shape and I like to go there all the time, but other than that, I really love the mountains. Um, I just really love the mountains. There's healing there, and agreed. There's a, there's um, there are no respecter of persons, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you better respect it or get hurt. <laughs> I find that if there's a time where um, your uh, your things kind of sync up and you're running in the mountains. And like you're you're um, in tune or you're in sync with me. I don't know what what it is, but it feels like you could just run forever, and yep. it's it's really yeah. amazing. I think then you just got to do it and experience, know exactly what what we're talking about. But yeah, there was this um this documentary I was watching, and I forgot what it's on Netflix, but it was <clears throat> this um, lady had gone through a lot of trauma in her family and this and that, and like they went through court for years and. It was about a decade after her and her um, husband, I guess they went on a mountain hike and they got to the the pinnacle of that mountain and I guess uh, she finally um, cried. It was really interesting. and so she, Anyways, it just kind of, I was like, yep, that's how the mountains are right there. And she talked about how she healed and stuff. It was pretty cool. Yeah, that's probably why they would go and fast in the mountains. Yep, closer to heaven. Mhm. Mhm. The rat race is um, the rat race is down here. It's pretty pure up there. Who do you have a favorite runner like local or professional that you like to follow? I think just mentioning before I f- follow all of you guys, kind of see what everyone's doing. Um within like looking at times and stuff, so I'll look at people in my age category and see where I want to 
try to be or try to shoot for. I don't really compare myself with them, but just to see what the norm is. Like, oh, that's kind of normal for my age. And that kind of gives me something to shoot for. But um, all of you guys, then as far as like the elites, I kind of like Rob Carr, just watching his videos and seeing the things he went through because it really struck me neat. He struck me as neat because he was um, working a full-time job and he was still an elite runner. And just the training schedule and the injuries he's had and went through them and it's pretty cool. And then um, meeting him, he was a pretty normal dude down to earth. So that was pretty cool mm-hmm. too because I already liked some of his videos and it was kind of encouraging. Yeah. And then, holy crap, that's Rob Carr right there and then talking to him and he was that friendly. Yeah. I think that if I ever become a fresh professional, well-known athlete, I'm just going to be a butthole. <laughs> People are gonna be like, "Hey, Levi, you're just gonna look." There's the too many way. nice ones out there. You gotta, you gotta level the playing field a little bit. <laughs> I'm gonna be like that. Scott. I'm Odd gonna be ball. like Scott and say, "I've never seen you before in my life." Curveball. <laughs> <laughs> never Curveball. seen you before in my life. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> are you who? Who was this essential person trying to talk to me? <laughs> Non-essential. Non-essential. <laughs> it was this non-essential sharing the trail with me <laughs> breathing my essential air <laughs> just kidding no I'd be, I'd be nice okay Jason why do you run I don't know I really don't know I think for me running has become like it was an answer to prayer but now it's kind of become a way of prayer I guess not. To, I'm not trying to sound deep or nothing. I'm sincere when I say that. So, but um, you know, just like for a long time, I wanted to be healthy, and mm-hmm. and then through time, I started um running, you know, and so that was an answer there, and then now it's become that time for me, that special time, and it's pretty helpful. Um, I think it's um, I'd like to think it's make me a better husband and. Uh, parent family man and yeah and giving me more energy to at least um be better in those ways and but i wish i could say like i do it to be fit or or whatever but i think i really think that's what it was for me yeah it's just like an answer to prayer and just a way to pray all right it feels like um when uh it's a lot faster than walking. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you ever walk the same distance you ran before? I think, oh my God, it seems like so much further. Yeah. Um, yep. We didn't land on running. Running landed on us. Is <laughs> <Huh. laughs> that Malcolm so, X? <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm X said something like that, huh? It was Dave Chappelle on um, Men oh, in <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just... So, what what kind of advice would you give to anybody out there who wants to start running or maybe who ran and just fell off or trying to come back from injury? And I would say, um, for me, the advice I would give somebody is just get out there and um, get active. Don't compare yourself to anybody. 
Uh, don't even compare yourself to your previous self if if you were into it and just try to enjoy it and um you know just get out there and mm-hmm. move a little bit faster than walking and um power walk yeah even if you run like a little bit and you need to walk go ahead you know i started out just trying to jog down the block a little and and then um there's always going to be somebody um faster so don't even think about that I would say and just move you know stay mm-hmm. busy but anyways I don't know just do it that's cheesy but just do it that's cheesy and I, I would say do it alone like um, if you're gonna run or if you're gonna set like something to walk I would encourage you um, don't attach your goals as connected to other people because you see a lot of people like uh, me and my buddies, we're going to do this together, and then maybe one of their buddies doesn't show up, so then they sh- they don't show up. But mm-hmm. I would say do it yourself, you know? Yep. And then if your buddies show up, it's a lot funner, but if they don't show up, then you you keep going. Yeah. That probably didn't make any sense, but that's what I would say. Just, yeah, don't compare yourself to anybody, and just try to be consistent with it and do it, and it's really rewarding really rewarding and it's like it's like one of those things that it, it's so good to you and then it makes everything else in your life better I think that sounds um it sounds like it's uh, too marvelous to be true but it, it is you know because when your your health gets better your mental state gets better and then you start you know treating your family better and doing Anyways, it just makes everything gooder. It's like salt. Salt makes everything better. Just kidding. <laughs> or seasoning. <laughs> it's like seasoning. <laughs> it's like seasoning. It makes um, your food better. Just put your salt on before you even taste it. Then that's how good salt is. <laughs> Salty, frothy. Salty and frothy. Good words. Good words. Wise uh, words from a wise man. From uh, a doctor. Very <laughs> it really um it really helped me though I know we're joking around, but it really helped me with my studies too, because working full time and I really had a lot of support from my wife and my kids, but mm-hmm. I really would get stressed out with my studies and working, and then um running was a way to um calm my mind, and I would really get some good ideas while running, like for my research and finishing up my studies like it would just come to me right there while I was running and it really helped a lot. It really did. And I think that's, that helped me, um, have a lot of irons in the fire. And even now, even right now I have a lot of irons in the fire and running helps, um, I guess give me the energy to keep it all going. Anyways, let's end this thing, huh? (laughs) Good stuff. So join us next week where we'll have, um, another, amazing episode for your ears to listen to tickle your eardrums tickle your eardrums with our scintillating conversation <laughs> scintillating you know I'm, what does that mean I, do you know I'm set up in my closet right now you used a big word last week too in your closet in the bathroom last week what was that word domicile I don't think I said that did I yeah did I? 
we're coming to you live from our domiciles or something like that. Mm. Our scintillating domiciles. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, tune in next week. So thank you to our gracious, gracious uh, team here, Scott, Jason, and myself. We will see you next week. Say goodbye, boys. Goodbye, goodbye boys. boys. And don't forget, run like the wind.